Well, Game 3 of the NBA Finals is done, and Cooper Goble's prediction of a 7-point victory for the Bucs was scarcely close as the Bucs won 109-103 to tie the series, as I predicted. This is uh, our second second time trying to record this podcast tonight, as I just had a lovely Geico ad randomly start playing on my computer as I looked at the box score. But anyways, we are... Here, doing our finals recap, just like after every game, you'll hear me talk, with the one exception of Game 5. I have plans Saturday night that I cannot get out of, so there will be no recap after Game 5, um, but we'll be back at it for Game 6 next week. I'm sorry about that, but as always, you're listening to Cut to the Chase. I'm your host, Chase Williams, and again, we're doing recaps after every single finals game. It was a good game tonight, as Kyle Boward predicted on our past past podcast he said you know this would be the game of the series then he went to bed after the third quarter man's got to get up and work at 5 a.m uh it's a solo podcast actually tonight neither kyle boward or cooper goble it's going to be all me going to hear a lot of my voice but it was a it was a fun game you know um we were talking in the first half because all three of us were still paying attention to the game before some people went to bed um but you know we're saying this is kind of just like a low energy series well that all changed in the second half you know i think part of that was the officiating tonight we had some really uh, tough officiating, you know, while it was it was definitely physical play, there were a lot of fouls, you know, P.J. Tucker ended up with five fouls, and then looking at the Sun side, both Jay Crowder and Devin Booker had five fouls, there were just, there were a lot of fouls tonight, with that being said, Phoenix actually kept it really clean in the, in the fourth quarter, there were a lot of fouls to crucial players, I should say, there were not an abnormal about amount of fouls, but there were some crucial fouls, and as I said, when I was trying to record this just moments ago, before I got interrupted by a, a Geico ad, um, you know, Phoenix did have the lead throughout most of the game, uh, especially into, you know, going into the fourth, they were up, but they never had control, and I mean that in some ways, very literally, as uh, you saw their point guard, their, their floor general um chris paul he had five turnovers tonight that's very unlike chris paul you know i remember seeing statistics like oh in the first few rounds you know he'd have 40 point games 15 assists and one turnover maximum and just some crazy stat lines well you know tonight chris paul had his dud game 10 points Five turnovers, seven assists. So, you know, seven assists is not bad, but that turnover, that assist-to-turnover ratio was really lacking. It was really a big deal tonight for the Suns. He never had control. He was slipping and sliding all over the court, dribbled it off his shin a few times. Um, He just really looked miscombobulated out there, if we are honest. And I think that was a huge reason why why the Suns were not able to really take advantage of this game. Devin Booker had 40 points. He shot 17 of 28. He was very efficient tonight, um, but it was just tough to overcome the issues they had, you know, between Chris Paul really looking like, as, as I said at one point, Cameron Payne when he was on the Chicago Bulls um, or the Oklahoma City Thunder, and then the fact that Chris, I mean, not Chris Paul, Devin Booker was also in foul trouble um, while he was going, was high. I mean, he probably could have had 10, 15 more points if, if the man wasn't on the bench so much. I mean, he had sit a big part of the fourth quarter because he picked up his fifth foul. He should have fouled out later in the game, but I mean, obviously it did not matter. He did not, they did not call that foul on Drew Holiday, and it ended up being 
um, a win for the Bucks anyway, so it was not a big deal. But Devin Booker probably should have fouled out. It was just too hard to overcome the poor play of the other two stars on Phoenix. You know, I said at the beginning of the series, Milwaukee cannot win this series without slowing down at least one of the big three. Well, last game, Devin Booker didn't play well, and while DeAndre Aiden played well, he didn't play a lot because of foul trouble tonight. Neither Chris Paul nor DeAndre Aiden played well. They had a combined 16 points, 10 points from Chris Paul, 6 from DeAndre Aiden. Chris Paul shot 5 of 13, of 2 from 3. DeAndre Aiden was shooting 33%, 3 of 9 overall. And while he had 17 rebounds, he really did not do much on the offensive end. Um, and I mean that on the offensive end, scoring, but also rebounding. 16 of his rebounds were defensive. And obviously, I mean, I wasn't expecting the man to have 10 offensive rebounds or anything, but he just, he was non-existent on the floor at all offensively. Uh, Giannis and the box really handled him well defensively. I say that because it sure wasn't Brooke Lopez, who played 19 minutes, had the worst plus minus of anyone who touched the floor tonight, minus 13. Um, but looking at this game, you know, the Suns had control. There's no doubt about it. The Suns can win this series. Um, it might very much be one of those series that home court shows how much it matters. Because right now, you know, I felt like the Suns really fed off their home crowd and everyone felt a lot more comfortable, where the Bucks clearly did not cough, cough Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton. But then they came home, the Bucks had a really good game three, and they p- pulled out a clutch win, and Chris Middleton had 40 points tonight, even though he shot a lot. He shot 33 times, 15 of 33 tonight, but he still had his best game of the series, and you know, Chris Middleton really does come up pretty clutch when it matters. It it was really impressive, Um, but when it came down to it, again, I don't really feel like the Bucks. Or the Suns have really won a game. It's really been the other teams not playing well. We've not seen both of these teams at their best and what would happen. Um, you know, we, we saw Devin Booker having a bad game. Uh, then tonight, Chris Paul had that third game as well as really DeAndre in. But then you look at game one and two, the co-stars behind Giannis weren't playing well. It seems like we're only seeing one player maximum play well from the away team. And that's, that's something that's going to have to change. So it's just... This series transitions back to Phoenix for Game 5. What does Phoenix need to do, in my opinion, to stay hot? Well, they need Chris Middleton to to be like Chris Middleton tonight. Again, I... He shot the ball a lot. Um, I would love to see Giannis do a little bit more, even though I'm not disappointed with Giannis' stat line of 26 points, 14 rebounds, 8 assists on 11 of 19 shooting. Um, But... I would I I think Giannis will definitely have another good game. You know, he seemed a little bit tired tonight. He's coming off back-to-back 40, 10, and 5 games. He's been fantastic. He took a seat back. He's now going to get back into the driver's seat. You know, they got gas again, and now Giannis is back driving because it's his car. Uh, but Chris Middleton is going to have to be that co-pilot for him for sure and that's not something we really saw in game uh in games one and two i'd also love to see someone come up and help them you know again if you look at tonight brooke lopez did not play well so he only played 19 minutes on the other end of things pj tucker went out there and ran around and picked up fouls he had five fouls zero points and only shot the ball one time that was at the very end of the game i think they need another star starter um not necessarily drew holiday i just want to see one of their 
their their other two outside their big three of you know Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, and Giannis. I'm not really calling that big three, but I think they need a role player to um, you know be more efficient. Because while yes, again Lopez had 14 points in 19 minutes, he was minus 13 out there, um, and PJ Tucker just. He didn't he didn't do anything. He he sat in the corner and no one passed him the ball pretty much all game. So I'd love to see a little bit more of that. But I also do want to give props to the bench. Pat Connington did have a very good game. They played him 32 minutes for a reason. He was a plus 21 on the night, 11 points. I mean, nothing looks super great about his stat line. I mean, 11 points, 9 rebounds. I, I wish I could do that in the NBA Finals. But um, he was very good out there. He really helped this team. Um, so I just, I think, you know, we need to see more balance of Phoenix, not Phoenix, Milwaukee. Um, when they go to Phoenix, um, I'd love to see some of their more people step up because we, well, we did not see any of their non-stars really step up tonight. I'd love to see PJ or Brooke Lopez play well, as well as, you know, have their surrounding cast, the good players right next to Giannis, a.k.a. Chris Middleton or Drew Holiday, actually play well, um, which we did not see the first time they were in Phoenix. But on the Sun side, um, they need to do a lot. Um, you know, they also need someone to step up on their core because, well, Jay Crowder, hopefully he can play as he has. Um, even though he didn't really shoot as well as I realized, tonight he did have as i thought tonight he did have 15 points um he's been hitting threes besides game one where he had literally one point that came at the end of the game from a free throw obviously he has been pretty well so i'd love to see that stay i'd love to see though the supporting cast also step up a little bit more Mikel bridges had a great game one if they can both attribute 10 15 points alongside um you know, Chris Paul, Devin Booker, and DeAndre in at least two of the three having a good game, I think they're pretty much going to be impossible to stop. I also do think that they possibly need more of a defensive anchor off the bench. You know, Torrey Craig's a good defender. Um, you know, Jay Crowder obviously played Giannis really, really well in the NBA playoffs last season and has played him decently well at times during this season as well. But, you know, they they lost Dario Saric to a ACL injury. He is going to be out for quite a while as he tore his ACL. But they haven't been trusting Frank Kaminsky. He's too slow against Giannis, I get that. But I think at sometimes they need some size. I would love to see the Suns, you know, pull out a zone and just have Frank the Tank be a tank right there, um, right near the restricted area, and make it harder. Because, obviously, DeAndre Ayton's playing a lot, and I think he's probably getting worn down quite a bit, too. Um, I think he's not used to having to play this type of minutes. And he's done it time after time, and he is getting tired, and they are figuring him out. So just giving him a little bit of a break so he can rest and that way not have to play 40 minutes and not foul out would be very important. Um, what do I expect from game five, though? Wow, we are already to game five. I think we're going to have a good game. I'm still a believer in the Suns, but I think this is the most crucial game of the series. Typically, it is with a 2-2 series, so um, that's pretty much the most basic thing I can say. I think what we're going to see is the home crowd of Phoenix boost Phoenix back um, to take game four. I think Chris Paul is going to step up. I don't think Monty Williams is gonna answer, uh, going to respond to me and play Frank the Tank and do some zone. I think we're going to see DeAndre Ayton play a lot of minutes again. And I don't think DeAndre is going to have the best game. 
But I think both this is going to be the first game we see where Chris Paul and Devin Booker both play really, really, really well together in the NBA Finals. I think it's going to be carried. I also think Mikel Bridges will play a little bit better. Um, I'm hoping possibly with some more rest. Torrey Craig only played 15 minutes tonight, only took one shot, and he made it. Um, But Torrey Craig, you know, dealing kind of with that knee injury, I think he's going to get some more rest and be more valuable to the team. I think Cam Johnson possibly could. I think Cameron Payne is a wild card. But I think there will be enough players that are comfortable, you know, playing back in Phoenix that they play really well and take it. Um, and that's because I don't think the role players will step up on the Buck side of things. You know, I expect Giannis to have a good game. If I'm honest, I do think Chris Middleton or Drew Holiday, one of the two, probably Chris, if I'm honest, since he did play well tonight, will also play well in Game 5. I think we'll see another close game, but this time um, you will definitely Definitely see it become uh, go Phoenix's way, and they'll go up three two. Um, I really hope that's what happens. Obviously, as I'm cheering for the Suns, but I think we're going to see another good game. I think we saw a next level like physical game tonight, chippy game. You saw lots of fouls. I think we're going to see something very similar in Game Five. It's just going to swing Phoenix's way. I think we kind of turned. I mean, we all have talked about this. I don't know if it was on the last podcast or not. And I know me and my friends talked about it tonight. But the fact that, like, again, while yeah, we have a two-two series, we really hadn't seen a good game until tonight and I think tonight changed it all and there's next level intensity it felt like we were watching three regular seasons games in the first three games where tonight felt like a finals game and I think we're going to see more of that for the rest of the series but my official prediction would be the Suns win game five with a chance to then come back in game six which we will have a live recap for well it won't be live you know we record it right after the game but it'll be posted pretty soon after um and after game six, but right now I'm thinking home court might be the difference, and that might be why the Suns win this NBA championship. But game five is going to be very telling. I don't feel confident. I'm still rolling with my Suns pick for the championship. But that being said, I'm not too confident on it. Um, and I think game five is going to be very, very telling. But definitely tonight, no doubt about it, to wrap things up, was the best game we've seen. And I hope to see that intensity come through. You know, they let them, they called some fouls. And, you know, I obviously would love to not have to worry about, you know, foul trouble, seeing one of my favorite players, Seven Booker, possibly foul out, Jay Crowder. Um, PJ Tucker on the Buck side. But with that being said, like I also love the intensity and gotta call foul sometimes. So if foul trouble becomes a thing in the series, it does. I just think there was next level intensity that we'll see the rest of the series. But game five is gonna be super telling. And as of right now, I'd say I I think it's gonna go the Suns way. But if it doesn't, I think the Suns are in some serious, serious issues because I can't see them going back to Milwaukee, Milwaukee winning three straight, Milwaukee playing better at home, and Giannis, who, you know, I've always never really been a huge Giannis fan, but I realize, like, is a really likable guy, really wants to win this championship for Milwaukee, signed the Supermax instead of requesting a trade to the only logical area, a.k.a. Miami, my favorite team. All right, that's a little bit of a joke, but still, um, instead of requesting a trade, he did sign the Supermax this past offseason, really invested in Milwaukee. I think he has a chance to win it at home in Game 6 for his 
City, he will. So it's pretty much a must win for the Suns. I know Chris Paul knows that. I know Monty Williams knows that. I'm saying that like we are really tight and have a group chat that we talk about the games after I post my podcast or something. We don't. Um, but I definitely think we'll see a great game and we'll see a lot of urgency from the Suns. As Devin Booker said, we play every game like it's game seven. And they better do that because if not, they're going to have some serious issues. My official prediction, as I've said probably 20 times now as I wrap up my podcast, is Suns take Game 5. But as always, thank you all for listening. We'll be back at it, not for Game 5, but for Game 6 early next week. But this has been Cuts to the Chase, and we out.